Blessings, blessings. My name is Sean Myrie, and I'm your host of the Down to Earth Podcast. We're going to be talking about a subject a lot of people may not want to be talking about, especially in the black community. It's called mental health, right? Um, with uh, my co-host, O, we're going to talk about a little bit about this. What do you think about, like, the culture of like mental health in like the black community I think that the, uh, there's a big percentage of people that are a bit stigmatized by it and refuse to really um, take notes or even go into a, you know in-depth conversation about it because it's um conversation people don't not most of our people don't really want to touch base on because it's still like they don't believe that it's something that could happen to them or you know they don't they're not very um they don't have much knowledge about it yeah so do you feel that could be one of the problems or reasons a lot of like for example could add to the the environment of crime in in the black community absolutely I think that's one of the biggest factors growing up I do remember seeing certain events and certain uh, things happening in school where a lot of times this these 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 kids didn't have advocacy they didn't even have parents to advocate for them so therefore, who was really going to say that they had an issue or find out or seek out that they had an issue? They can't do it on their own. They don't know what steps to take. They're kids, right? Um, but I think it starts from uh, it starts from being involved with your child at home and taking your own mental notes and and looking at what may be odd or a little bit off track with behaviors and stuff like that and admittance admittance is is key because a lot of people don't want to admit that what they're saying is actually facts like you know my kid is you know easily angered and can't stay still like i mean not the typical childhood stuff though i'm not talking about the typical run up and down make noise and screaming around house that's 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 being a child but when your child is you know, doing odd things, take note of it. Like, you repetitive? Know, and repetitive. Repetitive stuff. Like, um, I'm not going to use the lining up of toy factor that they usually use to, to diagnose autism. I'm not going to use that because I know a lot of kids that are not autistic that line up stuff. That's, that's, we're going to rule that out. But things like, can, you know, sound could be a sensory issue when someone is always constantly th- complaining about a certain sound or not yeah. liking the feeling of the socks on their feet or um there's just so many things that we have to look at and 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 kind of consider it as you know potential for being more than what it is so why do you feel especially in the black community there's like uh I say stubbornness to identify with these it's probably because of education what you're saying right education and then I think a lot of the times 
and and I think people with Caribbean parents may agree. A lot of times, it's him just really need some lick. You need to eat some liquor. You know those 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 old-fashioned thinking that the child is just being rude or or it's funny sometimes parents look at the way or look at a child when they're doing something that is you know worrisome they'll laugh and think it's funny and and brush it off and then the kid continues to adapt to that 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 response Mm. so and then as like back in the days they didn't really want to identify with that so they put you in a special school I had a brother who was going to a special school, what they call a special school. So they, they wouldn't tell the parents really, unless the parents really was like, you know, into their school education, why their kid was going to a school like that. They just called it a special school and helped them. You remember? They had one in Richmond Hill, you know. Yeah, Don Head. Yeah, I remember that. See, here's the thing. Like I was, I'll say this again. Depending on the region that you live in, okay, and this is just from my observation, depending on the areas of the GTA or the cities in Ontario that you might live, they're open to they're open to giving more assistance because the general population, the, I mean the minorities, might be the actual majority majority there. So remember when we were living in Scarborough and we had gotten referrals or you know you know requests to bring one of the kids in to get assessed and then they had everything planned and it was nothing like you know excluding them from you know regular programming but it was just to give them a little bit of help and to kind of um, transition them yeah. to mainstream classroom setting Whereas when we moved to Hamilton now, where it is, you know, it was not the case with the, the majority of the students being black. You know, they were the minority students and there were only a handful of them that were black. And automatically, our child was given a referral to their, okay, their psych assessment team and try to get it ruled out as ADHD. Automatically, the child is ADHD. Not, let's try this classroom setting. Let's try and tailor this to the child's needs just to see if we can transition them this way before we get a diagnosis. No, they wanted to diagnose the kids with ADHD automatically Yeah. with their psych, their psych team. I seen that in Hamilton because in Hamilton, and I will say it straight up, they don't give a Okay, they don't. They really don't. And it's not even a color thing, really, in Hamilton. I think it's all a status thing. So if you are white, living in social housing, you are going to be labeled just as much as the black person will be labeled that lives in social housing. They don't care. There's a there is a, a huge, huge thing going on in Hamilton. Where if you're at this part of town or you're living like this with this, you know, your your label is this. Whereas in other regions, I find that it kind of depends on the amount of people that are around, not because you're black. Because I think even in Hamilton, even if they're all black, look at their high school. Yeah. They all got treated the same way. Unless you had some of this. Yeah. But they still all got labeled the same way. 
that's just what I think. Um, putting them in certain classes, I don't know. Like when we were younger, I, I never, I was never put into a special ed class, but I know people that were. My sister was. They they tend to do like they used to thoroughly check up on my sister and my friends. They didn't just throw them in there, and those kids really did need the help. So that was back in the 80s, though, in the 90s. We're living in different times now. <laughs> We're living in different times now where not everyone that is out there is really caring about you. Nobody cares anymore. Back then, people were a little bit more passionate, and they cared. And, and you know, they were driven by making sure the kids get off to a good start and end off properly. But now it's just business, man. So what do you think the black community in Ontario or Canada or let's say Toronto what do they need so they could get this education more like about mental health we need more advocacy and it starts at home advocate for your child watch your child stop lying to yourself that nothing that nothing's wrong pay attention to your child and their patterns go on the websites and look at the milestones and where they're supposed to be at at certain age. Because you know what? There's certain people with certain... Uh, okay, for example... Uh, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong. With certain... Um, they call it disability. But they will easily be influenced, right? Like, they will... Like, they just, like, mimic somebody. Or be influenced. They can be influenced, right? So, if you're one of these children who are from these neighborhoods where a lot of crime or whatever the stereotype is say happens can't this affect you from being like probably seeing all of that like mimicking it or being influenced easier these people with like these what they call disabilities or you know what i'm saying listen that is not going to happen if you're not involved with your child if you feel say your child is a big woman or a big big smarty, okay, somebody, person, and you're going to allow them to be out just running up and down in their diapers or running up and down with other kids and their siblings or whoever, then you, that's where you made, made your first mistake. You need to have boundaries. You need to be the parent and not make your child run the household. You need to have routine. You need to have routine and you need to follow the guidelines. Like, I, it's work, but nobody signed up for having children and, th- and thought it should be easy. It's not going to be easy. Um, I, there are so many resources. There's so many places where you can, if you, if like, if you're having a hard time, there's so many places where you can go and get these these the supports, right? And like I said, the milestones are very important. A lot of people don't know the age where children should be talking. Um, uh, something that I've noticed, and I think especially since the pandemic, is a lot of kids are not talking, even in preschool age. A lot of kids are not talking. That is a huge factor. Okay? When a child can't talk, what happens? What would you do if you couldn't talk? If you couldn't get your message across to people, yeah, what would you do? Action. You would go crazy. Yeah. You'd go crazy and you'd act out. You'd throw tantrums. You'd do this. You'd do that. So people need to understand that that is important. 
you know and we have experienced that we know what that's about so i mean pay attention to your children and don't always take the first uh advice of a physician but that's for everybody not just the black people that's for everyone yeah I think I think black people are a little bit more vulnerable to being passed off as just another complainer. I think we need to be a little bit more um, take control of of our our lives and start you know maybe asking more questions. Let these doctors and these nurses sweat a little bit and give you better re- uh, you know responses. There's far too many times I've gone into a doctor's office and they would just say, oh, he's fine. Just give him a, you know what I mean? Like, no, no. Why would that be fine? Now, if, you know what I mean? You've got to inqu- be inquisitive. Ask more yeah. questions. Write your answers out before you get to the doctor's office. Just in case you forget. You see things happening, write. Get a piece of paper and pen and write. If you can't do that, then get your phone that some of us are so indulged in. Take notes, put it in your phone, and ask physicians about what you see. So that means, like, I believe if you have ADHD, right? I'm saying it right, or you got some type of autism. Do you believe even some of these guys who are committing crimes out there could be like having some of this with the combination of alcohol and drugs that they're taking? Like, is it? you think some of these people who are doing like these crimes are like they have these uh, mental illnesses inclusively I believe that yes that can happen to some people yes in some of these cases of people that are going out there doing repetitive crimes and and really not having any feeling or emotion yeah. about what they're doing those are the ones they people love they to like to overlook them. but this is the thing this is why I'm saying it's very very important to catch these things while they're young because it doesn't just start when you're 16 17 if it does happen in an earlier stage then that means there's something emotionally wrong at home um something is missing in that child's life that may have been taken away that child could have been fine up until high school high school could have been too much you don't know what's happening at school maybe the teachers are being maybe the teachers are are you know what I mean? It could be students. The child could be bullied. There's so many things that can happen. Life happens. But this is why I'm saying the, the, the where it starts is parenting has to be at its best, at its finest. And you have to be involved. Um, if the parent portion is missing, then us as adults, if we know your friend has a, or your son has a friend that comes over and they're emotionally distraught, you can see it. Maybe talk to your your child about it and 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 see what's going on. Don't be nosy, but be nosy because you want to know what's what's happening. There's times where I've seen that and I'm just like, is everything okay with so and so at home? You know, you you, you gotta kind of. Well, you, you know what? I'm gonna get back to the black topic. I notice there's been a lot of cases I've seen in the news. It's like these guys are, for example, missing or something, and it's because they had not taking their medication they have some type of mental illness and the parent you know the parent says oh like it's it's not usual how they, they don't see it's because of something like that I see cases so you're saying like, they're missing because they didn't take their meds or they need to be on meds or they need to be on meds like okay. one of, and at what age are you talking about like in the 20, like 20s okay so now I'll come to that that is what pisses me off about this government and the government tends to put this bullshit out there and as soon as the child turns what is it 
18 or 19 19. or whatever. 18. And for those of you that are parents, may agree with me, but I don't care if you're 18. If you're 18 and responsible, that's one thing. But 18 in this world doesn't make you an adult. You're still a child in my eyes, and you still need support from me. You still should be taking some of my advice because you're still a child, still fresh. I don't think really. And the doctor, the doctor will tell you this in front of the child and say he is of age. He can make his decisions. They they start to push you out of the 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 doctor's room when they want to give your child your child drugs. Does it matter if they're eighteen or nineteen? The question is, are they? Mentally sound to make these decisions? No, not at 18 and 19. Right. It's not a te- to me, that, that, that doesn't make no sense. But it's not even the age. What I'm saying, it's not even the age. They try to use that legal age mm. as being a consensual adult to make these hardcore decisions mm. with medications. And we know damn well that under that age, they wouldn't be doing that. The mental state may not have matured. Just because legally on paper they're 18, that doesn't mean that they can make these decisions. And I've seen that. It's ruined a lot of lives. When they reach that, it's like they say, look, you can't, can you step out of the room? Do you want to stay in our facility or not? You know what's best for your child. 18 years ago, you you raised, you were raising that child. So you would know what should be better for them in the future anyway. But these doctors, teachers... They use that legal age as a crutch to lead our young, our, our, our young adult children, okay, I'm just going to call them that, into making these possibly uh, damaging decisions without our consent. Mm-hmm. Well, only... They're not even 20. Yeah. Yeah. 18, 19, not even 20. At least even, America even says 21. Yeah. America at least. But here they're it. just like, oh, 18, they can they can decide if they want to take um, methylphenidate as a drug. Highly addictive. Now they want to start to make that. Without legal, your consent. Legal. So. Now they want to start to make that a little, uh, that legal. Then. Oh, that's a whole different topic though but, um, yeah yeah that's a whole different topic that's a real hot topic so do you feel that mental the mental health in the black community and drugs have a big you know relation relation and yes alcohol? definitely obvious and alcohol but because why because the age the legal age they tell them they're able to do certain things and don't you think maybe even the law enforcement makes these people like PST like like a lot of youth when PTSD? they get yeah when they get approached by the law and it's a negative way or they see it in a negative again way. I'll say it again if you're if you have a youth that's getting into trouble and doing things out of the ordinary at a certain age you need you need to learn some parents need to learn to put their friggin foot down you don't want to see your kid in jail so stop letting them run your household stop why are they out there hanging out with Jay or whatever, whoever, in the night. Why? What are they doing out there? Why are you letting that happen? Find programs for them to do. There's funding for programs. And I find with our community, some people, some individuals in our community are always trying to blame it on uh, jobs and this and that. If you don't like the area you're living in, move. Get your ass out of that area. Get your ass out of the ghetto. Move. 
no, as far as I'm concerned, everywhere you go, there's going to be some kind of a problem. But if you know it's that bad in your ear, get the fuck, get out. Why are you still there? Complaining about the ghetto. What are you complaining about it for? Unless you know you have a, 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 a effect on all the youth in that area and you're there to change something, fine. But right now, your youth is the one that you need to worry about and it's not working out and the youth ain't going to owe you shit back. Get the hell out of there. Find somewhere to go. I'm tired of that shit. I'm tired of hearing people complain about this and that and this problem and that problem. Police are this and police are that. The bottom line is it's going to happen everywhere. But in some places, it's worse than others. Yeah. Okay? And another thing, me never. I don't teach my kids to depend on friends. Them friends what these kids have. My children. The friend that these people them keep. Are they, are they helping you progress? No. Are they adding to the problem? Do you find your youth is getting a little bit more facey than usual? In addition to the problems, the mental problems that they may have? Occupy yourself and get out. Get out. The other folks be doing it. When they see a lot of, you know, whatever groups of people moving in one area, they get up and leave. Why can't we do the same thing? It's down to earth, down to earth. We're talking about black mental health mental health for everybody but we're especially talking about the black community mental health so that is the down to earth podcast episode with my special guest co-host Aura Simplicity you can check out her podcast also Aura Simplicity it's probably on Spotify um yeah that was uh us talking about black mental health bless up